Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Doing great. We got the staff in the house tonight. Yes, we do, man. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Titans in here. Let's go off, dude. We ready to do this stuff? I'm ready to rock, man. You ready to rock, yeah, yeah, guys? Ready to roll. Mike, you ready? Ready. Ready. Listen to me to Hot Boxing, exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. We made it to a Friday. It's a sad day, but it's also a great day. Welcome to the program. The gang is all here. Fritzy even came in today. Fritzy, good to have you back. We almost missed you. Good to be back. All righty. Fritzy's here. McLovin, Seton Pauly, yours truly. Um, we say goodbye to the Audience Network, Channel 239. We say goodbye to BR Live. This will be the last show that we will have on those channels. Uh, we also say goodbye to Two-A-Days. Two-A-Days' last day is today as well. And uh, we had a great 10-year run with him, and uh, we wish him the best. Uh, so it's a, a great day, but also a very sad day. Also, the people in Los Angeles at uh, LABC, the uh, people who work in the control room, all the people who worked on this program, uh, we have to say goodbye to them. Uh, some will continue with us, but uh, for the most part, it's uh, what you see is what you get with this program. The great people behind the scenes who have helped us since we've been on DirecTV. That was 10 years ago, and we've done a lot of things, had a lot of fun, and hopefully given you a lot of entertainment. But we will move to uh, the radio show and podcast. will stay the same. Nothing changes there. But on Monday, YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. And it's free. It can't be free. It is free. You, you can't make any money. I made sure that it was going to be free. What? Very simple. People can go to the YouTube uh, channel, the Dan Patrick Show YouTube channel. So YouTube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. What? All three hours. We have even more cameras that we put in. I I had to hire a director. The big German kid is going to be our director. I don't know if he's directed before. And then uh, Dylan, who I don't know his last name, is going to do graphics back there. And that's it. It's full speed ahead. We're going to be a professional outfit here. Yes, Paul. So you're not saying you go to YouTube on Monday and watch a show anytime, day or night, on demand, as long as you want, re rewind, repeat? Yes. You're not saying that, are you? I am saying that. Let's say three, three months from now, you want to go back and watch the show on Monday. Well, those can't be free as well. You, they're all free. Free, free, free. Free at last. Yes, we are. Free at last. But uh, last day on AT&T, uh, DirecTV, I thank them for what they've done for this show uh, for the last decade. And also BR Live. But uh, we move forward on Monday, and we're very excited about that. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, McLovin has a poll question. We got a play of the day. We got a stat of the day. All of that coming up. And of course, we'll probably have some Tom Brady rumors. When it comes to Brady rumors and reports, it's hard to determine what's real and what's called wishful reporting. If you work in the NFL media, Tom Brady's free agency would be a gift from the content gods. So when everybody's standing around the hotel lobbies, and this is what happens at the Combine in Indianapolis, you probably get the following. Uh, what are you hearing about Brady? Hey, did you hear that rumor about Brady? 
I can't believe that Brady would leave New England. Yesterday, there was a report Brady's agent met with the Raiders, Chargers, and Colts. And then there was another report that followed that that said he didn't meet with anybody in Indianapolis. And so it begins. We have no idea what Brady's really thinking, but it feels like any leaks, any rumors are from Brady's camp here, probably trying to drum up even more leverage here. Every report will be magnified. Every small quote will be dissected. But that's what we do in the media. And no story would be bigger than the greatest quarterback of all time switching teams. Now, let me give you the uh, backstory on this Brady's representative, his agent, was speaking to the Colts. So the Colts reporter, Stephen Holder, had to shoot down an NFL.com report from Ian Rappaport that Brady had met with the Colts, Chargers, and Raiders. According to the report, in response to an NFL media report that Tom Brady's camp has talked to the Colts at the scouting combine, a source told Stephen Holder of TheAthletic.com, the Colts have engaged in no discussions at all with anyone connected to Brady. The same report, however, says the Colts have vetted Phillip Rivers. Multiple reports this offseason have tied Rivers to the Colts, where he would be reunited with the Colts offensive coordinator, Nick Sirianni, who was the Chargers assistant for five years. All right, so that's what we're dealing with today. Yes, Paul. I have a couple questions. About two minutes ago, you read a report that Tom Brady's people have met with these three different teams. Yeah. And then you read a report 30 seconds later that said Tom Brady's people have not met with the Colts. Yeah. Also, that so those, you know, are the polar opposite of each other. And then I always th- I thought there was a rule that Tom Brady's agents couldn't meet with any teams until like mid March. Isn't that a rule? Well, I said that to McLevin yesterday when McLevin said, "Hey, there's a report that Don Yee, who is Brady's agent, is in Indianapolis to talk to teams." Yes, McLevin. So Rich Eisen was sort of cleverly talking about this during the broadcast last night. Said. I think it was Rich said, Donnie is meeting presumably about his own free agents with different teams, but we all know mm. that the conversation might lead to other things. So it's sort of, it's illegal tampering, but I just read on NFL.com there's unlikely to be any tampering charges. So I think agents can meet with teams uh, that have their players. So they could, he could probably legally meet with the Patriots, right? I think. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and plus the Patriots are waiting to see how this collective bargaining agreement plays out. That's what happened. You know, the Cowboys are doing that as well with Dak Prescott. Kansas City's going to do that with Patrick Mahomes. There's a lot There's a lot on hold right now. It's just we can't wait. You know, we're kids at Christmas where it's, you know, 4.30 in the morning and you want to sneak downstairs. There's nothing downstairs right now. Not yet. And it's just all rumor, innuendo, speculation. Yesterday, Paulie called out the report by Jeff Darlington of ESPN. Now, Jeff's a great reporter, but Paulie said after Jeff Darlington had a tweet saying that he would be, I think, absolutely stunned if Brady went back to New England. And Paulie said, I'll bet Jeff Darlington $1,000 that Brady is going back to New England. Well, word got to Jeff Darlington, and he'll join us coming up next hour. Paulie has his wallet with him. Yep. I'm, I'm assuming there's money in there. There is. $933 fewer than $1,000. Okay. All righty. Do the math. All right. Yeah, Seaton. I'm curious if Paul, how Polly feels about his bet this morning as as opposed to yesterday morning. Ah, so like when you make a questionable decision late night at a bar and then the next morning, mm-hmm. like, what did I do? Here? Right. Like yesterday, you're like, got it. 1000 bucks, no problem. This morning, are you still the same? 
Would you double your bet? Mm, interesting. Ooh, double down. See, I think of it as a value bet. I hope that Brady goes elsewhere because that'd be more interesting and be good for me and my job, us and our job. Mm-hmm. I just think that um, the buzz is bigger than the reality, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to take advantage of the other side of that bet. Okay. But yeah, I would. I, I would I'd st- stick with my bet if he wants to do a thousand. If he wants to go lower, if he wants to go food, if he wants to do a show bet, um, I'm fine with any adjustments. What if Jeff Darlington will do a shower of shame or wheel of punishment? He won't touch his hair. I can speak for him already. His okay. hair is All right. pristine. All right. And that's fair. I understand that. I can relate to that. But Jeff Darlington will uh, join us. Lewis Riddick from the Mothership will also join us a little bit later on because uh, maybe Lewis Riddick wants a piece of you, Paul. Wow. I don't know. I mean, you, you kind of called out the network basically when you called out Jeff Darlington. Jalen Rose is going to join us. And I don't know if he's joining us just because he's going to protect Jeff Darlington here. I don't know. But... I always like Jimmy King and Ray Jackson better. Wow. Well, you're going to dump 3K down by yeah. the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. You're going to bet everybody who comes on the program? Not the first time I've been down 3K in a day. <laughs> yeah. For stupid reasons. This program brought to you by True Car. Why am I yelling? Usually it's using True Car to buy some stupid car. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> down 3K. Shoppers save an average of $3,500 off the MSRP. See what other people paid for the vehicle that Paulie wants. The new true car, buy smarter, drive happier. McLevin, what do you have for me today? Okay, let's get into this sort of pool we're talking about. What is the most overhyped story of the week so far? I have Tom Brady, free agency. Uh, I have quarterback draft prospects rising up mock draft boards. I have 40 times, specifically, I think, for the wide receivers because they get the most attention. And I I don't know, do you put the CBA conversations in the overhyped lane or is that legitimate hype? I don't know if anybody cares about it other than is there 17 games? When will there be 17 games? And are we going to have two more wild card games this postseason? Other than that, I don't think anybody cares about this. I mean, I don't. You know, if they, you know, they uh, lack drug testing, I don't care. The health benefits, I don't care. What else? You know, they, they, the owners want to get this done. I've already said this before. The owners want to get it done. I get nervous when the owners want to get something done, and it feels like a slam dunk for them. And then you've got 60% of the NFL is they're getting pretty much the minimum, the NFL minimum. So under a million, 60% of the league, all you need is a majority to pass this collective bargaining agreement. The top-end guys – you know, Russell Wilson, J.J. Watt, Aaron Rodgers. I understand, you know, what their concerns would be. I don't know if they spoke up before this would be my only criticism. I understand why they might not like this, but they also have to look at this as a league and what's best for the league, not necessarily them. And they're not – Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be around for, you know, three-quarters of this probably. It's a 10-year deal. J.J. Watt won't be around. Russell Wilson will be around probably for a good six or seven years, but these guys who are calling out, you know, the NFL Players Association, how involved have you been? And what is the reason why you don't like this? Because when J.J. Watt says a big no for me, or Russell Wilson says that, tell me what you don't like. Aaron Rodgers says, hey, I want to have, you know, a a longer offseason, a more extended time where we're not playing football. Okay. Is that the reason why you would not want to have this collective bargaining agreement? So that's where I think the the, uh, marquee guys are doing a little bit of a disservice here 
to the rest of the players, the rest of the league, because it sounds selfish on their part. If they're trying to help mediate this, uh, get the message out to the players, this is what we need to be fighting for, okay, I'm fine with that. But I don't know if the average fan really cares about all the gory details. You know, you want to be in the trees, not the weeds. Yes, Paul. Was the last strike, like work stoppage, was that 87? Well, there hasn't been an NFL strike since 87, has there? Where we missed games? I'm pretty sure it's 87. So I, I think anyone under 40 years old has no recollection of a work stoppage, and that thing doesn't even seem realistic. You don't even hear the word strike, or you don't even hear it threatened anymore. That's when it affected people. Remember the 83 season, 82 or 83 season, then the 87 season? That actually affected the fans. That's that's more than a generation ago. Yeah. Yeah, I, and having covered that strike in 87, because I was working in New York at CNN, and you're just – saying, you know, what are they striking for? Or what are you going to get out of this? And then players cross the picket line, marquee players cross the picket line, and then it all just caved in after that. But if it's worth fighting for, remember we talked about guaranteed contracts? And and we're getting closer, closer to that with quarterbacks. But if you could get guaranteed contracts, and if, if it's worth fighting for, because players always say this, football players will look at a baseball player and go, and then it's all guaranteed. If it's worth fighting for, then fight for it. But don't tell me, whenever this comes up in another sport, can you believe that that's all guaranteed money for fill-in-the-blank? If it's worth fighting for, then fight for it. If you don't want a 17-game, which I don't need a 17-game. I don't need it. And they don't need it either. But that's their only leverage point here is, if we're going to get a better deal, we have to play another game. So they didn't earn a raise. They get a raise if they play an extra game. And I have a problem with that. I would if I was playing. But, you know, other than that, I don't think people care. I think the Brady free agency thing has taken on a life of its own. I think uh, we've moved on. It sounds like from Joe Burrow and the Bengals that maybe that marriage is going to happen. Now it's Tua at number Tua in the draft and going to the Redskins. If I'm Ron Rivera, now here's the problem with that. The owner is the one who said we're taking Dwayne Haskins. Dan Snyder said, we're taking Dwayne Haskins. I don't think Jay Gruden wanted Dwayne Haskins. And now you have Ron Rivera taking over that job. And Ron Rivera may go, let me see what this kid has. I I said, and I actually had to go back and look at a little bit of the highlights with him, Dwayne Haskins, the last month of the season. And he performed pretty well. I don't know how good he is. I don't know how sharp he is. I don't know if he's a guy who is always studying. He wants to be great. I don't know anything about him. He had one great season at Ohio State. But I did see something at the end of the season. Is that enough? If you said, I'm taking over a job, first thing I want to know is, who's my quarterback and how good is he? And I'm going to guess Ron Rivera already knows what he sees with Dwayne Haskins. And that's why I wouldn't be surprised if you go in all in on Tua, now, Chase Young looks like he's a great player and looks like he would be around for a decade. But, man, quarterbacks are catnip. You know, that's where if you're a coach's success is pretty much going to be predicated on that quarterback. You can find defensive linemen. You can find wide receivers. You can find running backs. But to find that quarterback who's going to be there and allow you to be able to build a roster. And if, if, if you say Tua is healthy and you love Tua, I would have no problem if the Redskins said, we're taking him and then we're going to do what Arizona did with Josh Rosen. And that is, 
we found our guy. Arizona found their guy. And they jettisoned, you know, Josh Rosen to Miami. And that might be the case for Dwayne Haskins. But if you are sold on Tua, then take Tua. Grab him. Absolutely. But Redskins have a way of usually screwing things up. So they probably pass on him, keep Dwayne Haskins. Tua turns out to be an all-pro, and Dwayne Haskins is not in the league after three years. Yeah, Paul. You know, for years you've been saying, and we've all been saying, that the, the quiet stuff is the stuff that happens. We haven't heard a word about what you just said, that the Redskins might be interested in moving on at quarterback because they wouldn't want anyone knowing that. They would want that not in anyone's uh, arsenal for trading up or trading around them. And, and you know, Ron Rivera's got the the, pre, the thing that happened last year in Arizona. The, the fan base isn't going to, like, back Haskins if he went another direction. You don't, I don't think so, would he? Uh, I don't think he's done enough where that fan base is going to go, oh, my God, what are you doing? You know, I don't think anybody in Arizona was going, what are you doing moving on from Josh Rosen? You saw the shiny new object. And Tua is that shiny new object. Now, it's different than Kyler because Kyler is healthy. Where Tua, we don't know. And Tua is probably probably looked at as more NFL-ready than Kyler at this point, considering the number of years that he played and played at a high level in Alabama. But if he's healthy, absolutely. Yeah, McLovin. Even if they did want Tua, don't they have a duty to pretend they want Tua so they can pull Mitch Trubisky and get Detroit to trade up or whatever? Yes. I mean, that's a huge value for them. They have a great play right here. Yes. I would, you know, I would always give the impression that I, I'm falling in love with a guy that I know other teams are coveting. Now, Chase Young is another guy, but you don't hear teams going, boy, I would like to go up and get Chase Young, which I find interesting because Chase Young says he's the best player in the draft. And you might not get any argument here. But it doesn't sound like anybody is going, I want to go up and get Chase Young at number two. But if you have a quarterback, and I trust me, there are going to be things that happen on draft night where you're going to go, wow. It, 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 and it's going to be with a quarterback. Somebody's going to do something where you go, wow. Guaranteed. Happens every year. These guys go crazy. They, they do stupid things. It's like a teenager in love. <laughs> yes, McLovin. Okay, I know we overreact to 40s, but will you let us overreact to some 40s today? Let me take a break. Let yeah. me take a break. An overreaction to 40s. Not the, we were talking 40-yard dash. Oh, not yeah. The, uh, oh, okay. Not the liquid. When's the last time you had a 40? High school. <laughs> yeah. I think I had a Colt 45, 40. And I think that's the last time. I don't know how many decades ago that was. But that was my malt liquor. That was my – I had a malt liquor uh, moment. Billy D. Williams? Stage. Because of Billy D? No, 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 no. no. Because I don't know if he – he didn't do cold 45. He did, like, old English, I think, malt liquor, didn't he? Maybe Billy D. did. I thought Billy D. was cold 45. 45? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. enough for me. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't enough for me. Because I still had to drink it. And that's when you drink it and you go, God, this is bad. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, it's been a minute since I had a Colt 45, but I uh, I brown bagged the 40 sometime in the late summer, early fall, 2019. Ooh, <laughs> you did. Okay. You are back. Malt liquor. Yeah. They, they made it sound so good. Like, yeah. man, wait, hey, what do you got? Uh, I got Colt 45, malt liquor. Like, they added the malt liquor to dress up Colt 45. Kids don't try it at home. But, uh, yeah, I... I 
That was my beer of choice. Whatever the cheapest beer was was my beer of choice. I remember having red, white, and blue. I had Jenny Cream Ale, Schlitz, Stroh's, Blatt's, Wiedemann. Hams? Oh, Hams would have been a little bit more of an upgrade. Yeah. And I remember having all of those beers. And uh, usually you could get like a case for three ninety nine or something like that. <laughs> it's like, this is great. All right, we'll take a break. We overreact to 40-yard dash times. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you are watching on Audience Channel 239 DirecTV and BR Live, we have a special tribute coming up uh, during the live look at. Got a special tribute, and I hope you uh, watch it. And hopefully I won't cry, but I probably will. We're back after this here on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. If you're like most of us, you carry a balance on your credit cards. And if those cards come with high interest rates, you need my friends at Lightstream. It's so easy to lower your interest rate and save with a Lightstream credit card consolidation loan. Get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. You get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000. And there are absolutely no fees. Apply today to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Dan Patrick, D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. If you want to get the best deal you can to get a lower interest rate, you got to go to lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick. That's lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick. A uh, nice little tribute to two-a-days, his last day today. If you were watching on Audience Channel 239 Direct TV or BR Live, you were able to uh, to see that. McLovin, you got a poll question, and then we do the uh, overreacting to the 40-yard dash. Yeah, I just thought, why don't we put up that overhyped one uh, to start with. What okay. gets most overhyped this week? 40s, quarterbacks ri- rising up the mock draft board, Tom Brady free agency, or the CBA. I know no one even cares, but... Uh, I have a feeling that the Tom Brady free agency is the most overhyped story. It, well, it might be, but it's also really important story because of the quarterback dominoes that'll fall with Brady. If Brady leaves, let's say he goes to Tennessee. Okay, so Tannehill goes where? And then what do the Patriots do? And then how does that affect the draft? So I think that there's a lot of dominoes that could fall. If he went to the Raiders, what what happens to Derek Carr? If he goes to the Colts, you know, Jacoby Brissett, and then what happens to Philip Rivers? Like, there's so much attached to this, and is he going to be the first guy who signs with the team or stays with New England, and what's that do to the draft and free agency? Yes, he. And if Tom Brady stays with the Patriots, then this story was overhyped. But if he goes to the Chargers, then it's properly hyped. Yeah. Right? Well, it feels like this is all the information that is being leaked is being leaked by Brady's side of things to create leverage and maybe nervous feelings or panic with Patriot fans or with ownership. I just, I don't, it comes down to 
what is he going to make? What are the offers? And what I read is New England's fine with Brady out there on the free agent market. But there was a report where they said, we want to know, you know, prior to free agency what you want to do. So now he's out there, and then the report is, hey, we're fine with that. Go find out what your market value is, and then we'll decide. Yeah, Paul. You know, the one thing that always stands in my head on this story, you know, you can't imagine Brady with another team. Belichick's M.O. for the past two decades is get rid of old, expensive players before they're old and expensive. Tom Brady's going to be the oldest, most expensive player in football history. So this is the most extreme version of what Belichick doesn't want on his team. So by, by his nature of the past two decades, he would blow Brady out Yeah, if he had a backup plan. No, you're, you're right. That's why I'm trying to figure out what Belichick wants because Robert Kraft may, you know, go back to Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, who wanted Garoppolo out, and Belichick got involved in that and wanted to make sure that he had a soft landing in San Francisco with somebody he trusted. He wanted to make sure he didn't go to Cleveland back then. Now with Brady, what's Belichick's role, and what's Robert Kraft's role? Because Robert Kraft probably said to Bill Belichick, I'm not going to get in the way you run the team how you want to run the team. But then you can't go, hey, I know I want you to run the team the way you want to, but I want to keep Tom here. This comes down to a business decision, not a scrapbook, not memories, not trophies. This is about now as you move forward. This isn't about legacies. This isn't about, hey, what happened two years ago? You can retire his number. When he when he's retired, you can put him in there, you know, your, your ring of honor. Yeah, Fritzy. If you're Belichick or Kraft and you're calling Tom Brady today, what exactly are you saying? And if you're Tom Brady, what specifically do you want to hear that would make you want to continue with I, I wouldn't be calling him for any reason. There's, I don't go, hey, Tom, what are you up to? I want to know if he gets an offer from somebody, then eventually he's going to come back to the Patriots because you're trying to create – his agent's trying to create leverage. So if he gets a three-year guaranteed deal, let's say the Raiders give him that. Then he goes back to New England and says, all right, what are you guys willing to give me? Because – if nobody wants Tom Brady, then he has no leverage, and he can only go back to New England. Calling Tom Brady or his agent right now doesn't do anything because there's nothing going on right now. And it's business. It's not, it's not personal. It might be – it'll feel personal for Brady. It, it always feels personal for the person, not the business. But Robert Kraft may look at this and go, I can't let Tommy go. I don't care. He's going to retire here even if it might be to the detriment of the franchise. So that little tug of war, that taffy pole that's going on or might go on, will be interesting to watch. But um, here's something my source uh, just sent me. He heard me talking about the uh, this is an NFL source. The medical will be a big hurdle for Tua. Irresponsible reporting by Ian Rappaport saying he's, quote, winning the medical and that he'd be the first pick if he was healthy, which isn't true. It's obvious these reports are a favor to the agent, Lee Steinberg, in setting up Tua for a possible fall. This is what goes on, folks. Whether that's true or not, but that's from an NFL source who's uh, watching the show now. Guys do favors for people. This time of the year, I need you to hype my client. I've been asked this before. Hey, would you have blank on? I need some love, was the exact phrase. Hey, I need some love. Can you have this guy on? And I said, I can have him on, 
but I can only give the love that he deserves. I can't just sit there and manufacture something. Um, you know, the player was eventually drafted, I think, in the second round, but, you know, he was probably, people had talked about him in the first round. This is what goes on. There's agendas here, and that's why you always have to go, hmm. Every report I see, I go, hmm. And if you go into it going, I believe 30% of this, then I think that's probably a good approach. Because then you sort of cover yourself, and then you go, okay, I'm not surprised. But if you go in going, oh, my God, Brady's leaving the Patriots, and that he doesn't, or if he does, like I'm not surprised either way. If you said right now, do I think Brady is staying with New England? I would say yes, I do. But the odds are in my favor, too. But that doesn't mean that he won't be leaving some, you know, to go someplace else. I, I don't know. His wife says she doesn't even know where she's going to be next year. And she was, Giselle was asking about that. I think she does know, but hey, she she did pretty well in front of the microphone. Yeah, Paul. My guy in the Vegas uh, area of Montreal Max, he just sent me the official odds. If you wanted to bet a thousand on Brady staying, the bet we have, if you bet a thousand on Brady to stay with the Patriots right now, you'd win six hundred and thirty dollars. If you bet a thousand on him going to any other team based on that prop, you'd probably win about fourteen hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, McLevin. So that means Paulie's bet with Jeff Darlington is great, a great bet for him. He, does he have to give well, from a value. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, Paulie's looking at a value bet. That's a great, yeah. yeah. I mean, the fact that Vegas still has him in his favor it has to speak to somebody, right? I saw a report last night. Ian Rappaport came on and he said, I want to make one thing clear. Tom Brady is still very much in the Patriots' plan next year. At the end of his whole speech, now he's going somewhere else. <laughs> oh, my God. It's this, it's this incestuous machine that just feeds itself. It's fun, but it's frustrating because the fun part is if I'm an innocent bystander watching this, listening to this, reading this, but the frustrating part is when you have to address these rumors. When somebody says, hey, you're going to talk about Brady to the Cowboys? Like, I don't think Brady's going to the Cowboys. I think that that's just Jerry Jones creating leverage against Dak Prescott. But, you know, everybody was running with that. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's sort of um, journalist integrity be damned. I need some, you know, stories to run. I need some content here. It's 24-7. And if you don't have something, this is what went on at the mothership when I was there. There'd be times where there would be reports, and they would be wild reports. And I would management would say to our information guys, why, why don't you have this story? And then the people we had... You know, like Chris Mortensen. Morton would say, well, it's not true. But in their minds, it's like, well, we we got to get that information. And they go, it's, it's not, it's a rumor. But the pressure on them to break these stories is immense. And that's what goes on. you got to be first. You, you don't have to be correct. Just be first. Create a headline here. And, and look at what, how much mileage did we get out of Brady to the Cowboys? A lot. Brady to the Raiders. Oh, he met with Mark Davis. Oh, my God. They've got to be talking about him playing there. Of course. So if he met with uh, Packers ownership or met with the Chiefs owner, would he be talking about going to the Chiefs or the Packers? No. Patrick in the know? Yeah. Chiefs moving up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going to move on from Mahomes. He's too expensive. They're going to bring in Tom Brady. Uh, a couple of uh, phone calls here. 
Jeremy in Kansas City then will uh, react to the overreaction on the four. What, McLovin? Yeah, I just I can't wait to overreact. Okay, to the right, I have the number, numbers for you when you're ready. All right, Jeremy in Kansas City. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, DP. Six foot, hand size nine and three quarters. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to add to the to the hype here. I'm hearing Tom Brady to the Chiefs. Yeah. To back up Patrick Mahomes, that's the best chance he has of winning <laughs> another Super Bowl. All righty. Thank you, Jeremy. Not a bad idea. Yes, Eden. How many backups are getting 100 mil for th- three years? Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, Paul. Garoppolo got two rings that way. Well, all right. Yeah, Eric in Oregon. Hey, Eric, what do you have for me today? Hey, morning, Dan. Morning, morning boys. Morning. Hey, just someone, for the love of God, tell me what it is that Tom Brady does so well today that teams want to pay $30 million a year for over like a Teddy Bridgewater you could get for maybe 22. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate all you. Right. Have a great Thank day. Thank you, Eric. Well, to quote the great Skip Bayless, all he does is win. Yeah. But Brady going to the <laughs> Titans improves that team. Brady going to the Colts improves that team. Brady going to the Raiders improves that team. Or the image of that team. But just this, this year, it might be just one year, Brady staying with New England is a better option, I'm going to guess, than Jared Stidham or Andy Dalton. I'm going to guess. Might, might, might be going out on a limb there, but... I know. I know. All right, McLovin, I'm ready to overreact to the overreaction to the 40-yard dash times. Okay, before we talk about Henry Ruggs III, this is a, he ended up tied for fifth, uh, or actually, sorry, tied for third is the fastest 40 yards. The other list, guys on the list, John Ross last year, 4-2-2. Mm-hmm. Paulie said there were no pro bowlers on this list. He actually was wrong. I did a little research. Right, Jerome Mathis, you guys remember his great pro bowl season in 2005? I don't. Probably not. He was a fourth-round pick who made it as a special teamer and then broke his foot in the pro bowl and barely ever played again. Marquise Goodwin, number three on the Niners, uh, a guy named Tyrone Calico, who went in the second round, ran a 4-2-7. you remember him in 05? He was a cat. He got horse-collared by Roy Williams and it ruined his career and ended up in Canada six years later. Yeah. <laughs> then J.J. Nelson, Jacoby Ford, Darius Hayward Bay, or the other guys on the list. Are any of them, so all of them are basic disappointments then? Well, I, okay. It goes back to what I've said about the 40-yard dash. I, I don't care. I, I get it. I get it's entertainment, but... I don't really look at that and go, that's how I can find a quality player. There are guys who can play football, and they run at football speed. There are guys who can't play football, and they run at world-class speed. John Ross has world-class speed. I don't know if he can be stay healthy enough to play football. I mean, if you get Tyreek Hill, I don't know what his 40 was, but Tyreek Hill has proven that you can be fast and be a big impact on a team. And it might be three plays in a game, but that speed comes in handy there. Ruggs has great hands. That's what I, I – out of all of these guys, I don't know how good their hands were. And a 40 – how many times are you running a 40-yard dash in a game at that position? Three, four times? How many times are you running 10 yards, 15 yards? How quick are you running 10 or 15 yards? How good are your hands? That's what I want to know. Are you strong enough to get off press coverage? All of these guys, I watched Ruggs at Alabama. Like, how many contested throws was he involved in? Probably not a whole lot. 
Is he physical? Seems like he's a very slight guy. So is he going to be manhandled there? It's one thing to have the speed, but defenses will use their leverage as well. So when it comes to a 40, I, 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 I watch it. I'm amused by it, but I would not invest in it. Yes, McLovin. You know who I think uh, influenced a lot of people? Marquise Brown was pretty good for the Ravens. He's really small, yeah. really fast, and had a good rookie year. So maybe I think everyone wants speed, but you're right if you look at the history. Uh, Mark, by the way, uh, Henry Ruggs only had one drop last year, but like you said, I don't know how many contested situations he was in. Not many. And, and they've got three wide receivers on there that are all – Four two four three guys on Alabama, right? Yeah. So Jerry Judy ran a four four five, which looks slow compared to his teammate. But that's a four four five. And Jerry Judy is. I mean, you're talking about two of those guys who'll be in the top fifteen in the draft, right? Judy and, and Ruggs are going to be top fifteen draft picks. I'm guessing, maybe and, top twenty. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of receivers. That's what I saw last night. You know, Jeremiah talked. Everyone was like, a, "This is a potential first round." There were like nine potential first rounders. Yeah, this is as deep as we've seen at that position. C.D. Lamb is who I think is just spectacular. Just like you see something and and there's nothing there, and he creates something every single time it felt like. Kid out of Oklahoma. He's a a really spectacular talent. Yeah, McLevin. LaVishka Chanel had a slow 40. Yeah, I know. LaVishka. LaVishka, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. And I did like him at Colorado. I And I don't know if he can play. I just like what I saw when I saw him in Colorado. Because you're up late night watching on yeah, FS1. Nobody else is watching Colorado football. <laughs> yeah, Paulie. But, you know, I think they watching the coverage last last night, it's the DK Metcalf effect is taking effect. Uh, is it Chase Claypool? Six, four and a half, 238 pounds, fast. He, he dominated in the fast drills, the strong drills. And... They're talking about a lot of guys with physicality again, not the small guys, but the big guys. But it's like O.J. Howard. I thought O.J. Howard was going to be this freak of nature who's going to come in and dominate. And maybe he will, but I've yet to see that. We get caught up in all of these measurables, and the one thing you can't measure is really somebody's ability to just understand the game, whether it's a quarterback, a defensive back, a defensive lineman, the guy who understands nuance and that ability to be able to do that on a week-in, week-out basis. That's why when we look at Tom Brady and go, he's not a great athlete. But what is athleticism? Is it just the physical part of being an athlete? The mental part of it, the technique, the repetition. And those are things that are hard to find where you try to understand, does this guy want to be great? And I don't know how you test for work ethic, but that's what I would be. I want to know, do you want to be great? Not tell me you're great. Do you want to be great? Yes, you well, that's the thing about Chase Claypool. He looks like, you know, a superhero already yeah. when he's at the Combine, whereas if you juxtapose that with Tom Brady's Combine picture, and you're like, wait a minute, so this guy's going to be, which one of these two guys is going to be married to the world's <laughs> most famous supermodel? And be the greatest football player of all time. Yeah, first ballot, right. All right, we'll take a break. Play of the day, more phone calls coming up, and uh, we'll check in with Jeff Darlington, see if he's going to take Paulie up on his bet. Lewis Riddick from the Mothership will join us from the Combine. Jalen Rose at the top of the hour. So a lot to get to. This is the final show with DirecTV and also BR Live. Uh, YouTube channel on Monday. It's free. And we love what we're going to be doing with this. A lot of new bells and whistles there. All right. So uh, we'll come back. Play of the day right after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. 
Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, my God. The play oh God. of the day. Check this out. Marv Albert with a call on TNT, a little California love, a tribute to the L.A. crew that gets up every morning the last 10 years. Thank you. LeBron was out with the uh, sore groin, and Lakers beat up on the Warriors. Anthony Davis led the way with 23-6 and six in only three-quarters of work. Lakers travel to Memphis for a matchup with my Grizzlies tomorrow night. Play of the day brought to you by Tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Gentlemen, listen up. These boots, handmade, full-grain leathers, world-class boot makers, and Tecovas cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping and returns, exchanges, free and easy. Tecovas.com slash DP. Tecovas, Western Goods. New Frontiers. JR in California joins us. Hey, JR, how are you? Hey, great, Dan Patrick. It's an honor and a privilege to speak with you. With your show, I'm going to tell you, I've been through a lot. Shoulder surgeries, knee replacements, the laughing, the crying. I'm going to, you know, it's not that I'm not going to be able to go to YouTube, but I'll have to watch that on different times because I'm still work in the oil field, but well, JR, JR, you you're kind of stealing my thunder. I've had the shoulder surgery and the knee surgery and the knee replacement, and I laugh and I cry. Feels like you're kind of taking what I've already gone through. Well, I'm I'm quite a few years older than you. Okay, all right. So, all right. so I I had them before you had them. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair enough, JR. I'm I'm glad that we've helped you through it. And uh, at first I thought he was mocking me. I've had shoulder surgery, knee replacement. I've had to deal with four knuckleheads in my life. Yeah, Paul. How many knees replaced have you had? He's had three knee replacements. Yeah. <laughs> One voluntarily. Yeah. You want to have your knee replaced so you don't have it replaced again? Like, like you can't live long enough to have it replaced again. But, you know, I, I had some serious doubts about it because I was having mine done, and I think in 20 years – I hope I'm still alive, that I have to get another re- knee replacement. Yes, McLovin. I remember when we first started on DirecTV, we always got these emails. Yeah, I was in a hospital bed recovering from knee surgery or something, and it was stuck on this channel. Yeah. And I watched, that was a huge <laughs> chunk of our audience recovery. Field. Yeah, we were getting shut-ins, like people who weren't allowed out of the house, you know, house arrest, whatever it was. We didn't care. We were taking you one at a time, door to door. Thank you for watching this program. Yes, Paul. A long time ago, I had lung surgery, and I was in the hospital, and I was watching on an iPad the, the feed of the show after my surgery because it was really early. And I was kind of cloudy. You know, you come out of surgery, and it was the McLovin uh, heads 
against the grain with the heads on the, the bulletin board. Oh, the, when they, all the helmets fell All down? the helmets flew off. All the little NFL oh, football helmets. Yeah. And I was kind of like, is, is this really happening? Is this on our TV show? <laughs> well, there have been a few times that we've said, is this really on TV? <laughs> yeah. And there'll be more of that. And uh, we have more cameras now coming up on Monday on our YouTube channel. Um, all right, more phone calls coming up. Did we settle on the poll question, McLovin? I started with uh, which story was most overhyped this week. I probably had a good one. If you could know what's going to happen to one of these quarterback positions, mm. I'd give them after the break. Okay, so Panthers, Colts, Patriots, Chargers, Redskins, Raiders. That's a good list. Yeah, that'd be interesting. All right, well, we can address that. Top of the hour, Jalen Rose will join us on loan for the mothership. Jeff Darlington, is he going to take Paulie up on his $1,000 bet? And Lewis Riddick will join us from the combine. A lot to get to, final two hours. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify, and it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcast in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and could transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. <laughs> 